And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the Internet now. Oh, sure. Next, you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Terms or restrictions apply. I'm down to dunk. And I'm down to dunk. I'm down to dunk. This is J Dub, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Shea Gibbs Alexander, and I'm down to dunk. This is Lindy Waters, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Mike Muscala, and I'm down to dunk. This is Jay Will, and I'm down to dunk. This is Kenneth Williams, and I'm down to dunk. This is Lou Dort, and I'm down to dunk. We say this is Lou Dort, and I'm down to Dort. <laughs> this is Lou Dort, and I'm down to Dort. <laughs> Welcome to Down to Dunk. I'm your host, Andrew Schleck, for part of the Athletic Podcast Network. With me, never, ever, in Salt Lake City, on a Thursday night... <laughs> It's Taylor. They will see us waving from such great heights. Come down now. They'll say we're high in SLC. S-L-U-T. What's that spell? The abbreviation for Salt Lake. Salt Lake City, Utah. Well, we are here for All-Star Weekend in Salt Lake City. Uh, it's it's been a it's been a joy. We've seen lots of and lots and lots of people uh, so far. Just this is it's it's similar to summer league where there like Twitter comes alive around you mm-hmm. and random NBA people like Sean Marion's walking by me in the lobby wow. and Grant Hill is just like sitting like four feet from me. Some it's guy like, that I thought was to be, but it's not because he wasn't seven five. Yeah, it's crazy. Um. I do have a little Poku story mm-hmm. that I would like to tell. We're going to do TQs tonight. Um, but first, like, little story from the road, you know. Uh, oh, you have a lot of people you saw in the airport this morning. I saw a lot of people at the airport this morning. I, I do. I have, a, I have lots of stories. So I get to the airport. I'm probably there a little too early, but, you know. Excited to see, excited to run into people. I'm excited for it. I, I know that it's a good day to see people and I'm standing in line at Starbucks and who is there but Poku and his brother and his girlfriend and in these situations I like to leave these guys alone I'm tip the situation is typically that I am asking them questions about a game that they either performed well or didn't perform well in mm-hmm. and like that's the extent of or our cereal or cereal, and that's the extent of our relationship. And so I just think, hey, I'll just leave him alone. Let Poku do his thing. Poku passes by me maybe once or twice, and then a third time he looks over at me, and he gives me a little wink. And I, <laughs> I'm like... Oh, a little my, weird wink. Oh my gosh, Poku just winked at me. And so then I just I go over to his he's sitting at a table mm-hmm. and we talk for a little bit and it was great he was very nice. Um, you also like there's still like I guess it's like and I've talked about this with other people in the media there's like still like some part of you that's a little insecure of like do they even know that I'm a person right you know you know what it, what it's like you know when you know someone from one aspect of your life. Yeah. Right. Like you always see the same gas station clerk, right? Yeah. And then maybe you run into that person at the grocery store or out somewhere. Yeah. And you're like, I think I know you. Yeah. But you can't, you can't place your finger on it. But if you saw that person at the gas station, you'd talk like, Oh yeah. Like whatever, like your pals. Oh yeah. It's probably like that. But it was cool. Poku was very kind. It was a, it was a great interaction. Uh, also saw dunk contest contestant KJ Martin mm-hmm. was on my flight along with some other Thunder Media members. What did you ask KJ Martin? I asked KJ Martin. I said, hey, are you going to win the dunk contest? 
And he looked at me and he said, "Fo show. Place your bets. Place your bets, people. That's a fo show. He's going to win the dunk contest. So uh, that was great. And then you just see all kinds of people here in Salt Lake City. Yeah. And just have, we're, we've got lots of content coming at you from the Athletic, specifically the Athletic, Ath- Athletic NBA Show YouTube account. So be sure that you're subscribed to that YouTube account as well because there's some fun videos coming your way there. I'm very excited about that. That's basically, we're going to do some podcasts here for that, for the Athletic NBA show as well. But we're, my main mission here is like create some YouTube content and help grow that channel. So subscribe. You can do it. He told me, he like told me subscribe. some things that are probably going to happen. Like and, and subscribe. They're going to be fun. Like and subscribe. They're going to be good. Um, do we want to answer some Twitter questions? I would love to. Okay. Twit. Are you going to play the song or should uh, we sing it? I can pull it up real quick. I think we need the spirit of the L man with us yes, today. Yes, we do. Yeah. Here we go. Twitter questions. You've got questions and you ask them on Twitter. <laughs> now we answer them for you. Our first Twitter question. We got lots of TQs to get through. This is basically just a TQ pod. Um, just because there's so much else going on. If you want to ask a question, you can still ask them on Twitter. Um, our first question. It comes from at Alex. Grade every player this season on the team's <laughs> roster. So let's give him a grade. We have to do, let's define the scale. Okay. Um, hey, yeah, Robin, if you want to ask questions on the YouTube chat, that is also okay. We will, we'll get to those as well. So do not fret. Do not fret. First question from Robin. Are the thunder uh, cloud emoji, lightning emoji, the sexiest heart face emoji, team in the nba bucket basketball emoji uh i don't know sure who else would it be who's sexy in the nba i don't know who do you watch and you're like man that guy's sexy i don't don't, that's not really what i'm thinking about oh whenever i'm watching the game so it's hard to say hmm right you tell us you know we'll we'll take your answers in the chat while you answer. let us know in the comments yeah like and subscribe like and subscribe okay so let's grade Every player. What's what scale do we want to use? Because like ABC. ugly to sexy. <laughs> <laughs> They've had a really sexy season so far. That dude's had a fugly season. <laughs> okay, is there we'll something do, uh, in the spirit of Salt Lake City? Like, what's a good? Uh, ooh, oh, I don't know. I don't know either. I just keep thinking about Mormons here the whole time. Yeah. Like we just went to dinner, mm-hmm. and we tried to get a beer, and mm-hmm. they're like, "Are you gonna get food too?" And we're like, well, yeah, probably. But Andrew wasn't because he already ate. Yeah. And they're like, well, you have to get food. You're in Utah. Yeah. And you we know. don't know what that means. So he was like, you know, Utah. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know what that means. So if Not you guys sure know if means. there's a law that like if you get a beer, you have to have food, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> so we stop embarrassing ourselves. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, we could go. We could go classic uh, fast food scale. Sure. Let's just do that. Okay. So Chick-fil-A mm-hmm. is great mcdonald's medium yeah taco mayo the worst okay well is taco miles is taco miles still still the worst no taco miles fine honestly and in mcdonald's prices have gone up so much that i'm starting to question taco uh, i'm starting to question mcdonald's at two yeah it's so true it's so expensive there's now. so many other places i would rather go than mcdonald's yeah so many other places can we put Waterburger at two because at least at least it tastes like what you're paying for. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with eliminating McDonald's from the scale until we figure out what's an acceptable price to taste. To I feel like honestly, like Taco Bueno used to be high up on the scale. 
I just yeah. don't know that I would enter that establishment at this point. I don't even do it anymore. You can't, they're not trustworthy. You, they have gone Location down. to location is... is the, the locations that I would go to have fallen apart so much. Yep. That it's just, it's just, you. it's a bad choice in life. So let's make that our worst one. Okay. Which feels, this feels a little sad, but it's true. Okay. Shea is like Chick-fil-A all the way. Yeah. It's been a ridiculous season for Shay. Yeah. I keep getting embarrassed about what I talked about at some point last season when I asked if Shay had that certain je ne sais quoi. Yeah, you did. You know, I asked it. I felt like that was a worthy question to ask last year. Yeah. It seems was. so ridiculous now. I mean, this year it's it's like he's such an obvious all-star and number one guy. Yeah. That that question is is ridiculous now. Yeah, when you plug his numbers into Basketball Reference, the only player that is consistently in the same category is Michael Jordan. Oh no! Don't say it. that's true. It's true. And you know what? Too, it's like it's the eye test with him this year too. I mean, he's he's just a star. Yeah, and he keeps showing up against these other stars in the league and yeah. good teams in the league and like. Like what he did against the Lakers, he was unbelievable. It, the o- the only other players that it just depends on his exact stats, but the only other two players that will pop up in the same search when you plug in points, rebounds, assists, steals, blocks. It's consistently eighty seven Jordan, or Dwayne Wade, or LeBron. sometimes it's all three sometimes it's just jordan sometimes it's just jordan and wade but it's there's nothing but chick-fil-a yeah nothing there's no question about it uh josh giddy i feel like he's had a whataburger season it's been good he's definitely good whataburger is definitely good yes whataburger is great um he's improved his shooting he's improved his floater game He's been all around very good. We talked about it earlier in the season. I think he's suffering from spectacular rookie season. I think he's suffering from, oh, my God, who is this rookie? I've never seen someone be able to pass like this. Also, the whole when you look at the whole picture of the season, like if I were grading him from December 15th on, I'd probably give him a Chick-fil-A. Yeah. But we still had the Taco Bueno portions of the season where – Mark couldn't close games with him. Yeah, that's true. I, I forgot about so that. So I would, when you factor it all in together, it's probably a Whataburger season, which is still good. It's still good. Still a good season. Uh, Lugans, Lugan Stort. Again, another guy, if you take his numbers and look at games after a certain date, yeah, you'll have a different... The shooting has been ridiculous since, like, the beginning of January. And the decision making. He's getting better. He's he's getting better. He's been he's been incredible lately. But there have been times in the season where we'll pop on on Monday and McKelly will tell me everything that's wrong with Lou Dort. Yep. And if McKelly wasn't if that wasn't like his thing this year. Yeah. I would have I wouldn't have as many questions about Lou Dort. Yeah. I think it's solely McKellie that's... that's. Uh, I, I trust McKellie w- with my life. And so I have to trust him with some... I know. Lou that's opinions. the thing is it's like every every argument he makes is reasonable and, and fact-based. Yeah. He's 35, almost 36% from three this season. I mean, that's pretty good. He's what's, still, his, what's his volume right now? Threes. He's taking five a game. Okay. That's good. Yeah. That's less than last year. Yeah. Which is good. He took almost eight last year. Yeah, it's great. Uh, J-Dub, Jalen Williams. Uh, That's Chick-fil-A, dude. I think it is, too. Shooting 50% from the field, 32% from three, which is if you go back to, like, January 1st, it's, like, 38%. Yeah. He doesn't get to the line a whole lot, but and could be better from the line. But overall, I for the 12th pick, he's 12 points, four boards, three assists, 1.2 steals, half a block a game. He's incredibly efficient from the field. 
and he dunks everything. He has the most dunks for any guard in the league, and he can play one through four. Yeah. There's just... He's closing games. He's closing games. He's playing the same amount of minutes as Shea. There are nights that he looks like the second best player on the team, Mm -hmm. and he has you questioning. I was even asking this question on the show this week. Like, could he be the Thunder's secondary star? Is that possible? I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. Do I think that it's... I still think there's so much on the table. Like, Giddy could be that. Chet could be that. We don't know. Jang could be that, for all I know. He No. For all I know. I don't know. But we have more evidence to say that it could be him. Yep. And with a rookie, I think you have to judge them based on their improvement, you know, week over week, month over month. Yeah. So those numbers you read off, okay, those are for the season. But the last month, I bet those numbers are a lot better than than his overall season numbers. How many 20-point games has he had in the last five weeks? He's been crushing it. Let me pull up, let me pull up his, uh, his numbers. I'm working off my phone because I got my computer on the bed. I'm just, this is not my typical setup. I would be there. I'd be, I would be there already. I'll tell That's you that. That's okay, man. SLUT All-Star Weekend, you know. Uh, game logs. Let's go to the game logs because he's had some pretty, pretty tasty stats recently. So he's been in, in the last four games. He's been in double figures in all those games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thirteen points against the Rockets. Twenty-two against the Pelicans. He was great against the Pelicans. Holy smokes, he was great. Thirteen against the Blazers. Twenty-five against the Lakers. Gosh, his line against the Lakers: twenty-five, seven to six steals and a block. Yeah, the steals have been like so good. Honestly, the steals from the whole team have been up there they yeah they they turn the ball over they turn opponents over more than anybody else in the league yeah i mean you can just watch the games and see that it's like every single player yeah their hands are in the passing lane yeah and their instincts with in with that too are so good it's like these high iq players now that there's they're gaining maturity and you know just uh, growing more uh, together and and the chemistry is getting so much better. Like mm-hmm. you're seeing it in the defense now too. Yeah, the team defense. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, he's he's been great. Yeah, in October he averaged nine points, one and a half boards, two assists, and like very few games. Mm-hmm. In November, the whole month of November, he was ten points, three boards, two point six assists. December, twelve points, four boards. 2.7 assists January 13 four and a half and three and then February 13 five and a half and 3.6 yeah he just has gotten better every single month which is so rare and the and not only that like the defense has gotten better too which is the most difficult thing to do with within a rookie season because at this point like you're exhausted you're playing more games than you've ever played before you're playing against like ridiculous competition every single night and it wears people down like that Rockets team looked worn down by just playing this season they looked like they were ready for the all-star break they looked like I, I need to get gone they were horrible and J-Dub looked sharp yeah it is unusual it is very unusual for a rookie to play like him. So, yeah, Chick-fil-A all the way. Chick-fil-A all the way. Kenrich Williams. Thoughts? Feelings? Whataburger. He's been... 51% from the field, 38% from three. He's he, take- just, he just still has those games where it's like, mm, Kenrich wasn't really around. He's taken the most charges in the NBA this season. Really? Mm-hmm. Number one in charges taken. Is he Chick-fil-A then? I just don't know what else you could ask from him. He provides leadership. Yeah, I guess he is. I just don't know. I just don't know what else you could ask from Kenrich. He plays, he's freaking played center mm-hmm. a ton this season. Let me see what basketball reference says as far as his play-by-play. As far play as play. if he's Chick-fil-A or Waterbury. 31% of his minutes have been at center. Whoa. Ac- according to basketball reference. 
59% at power forward, 10% at small forward. All right. Let's let's give that boy a CFA. He's had an outstanding season. It's gone a little under the radar at times. There have been times where we've recognized him for sure. But he's been in and out of the starting lineup. There's times that he doesn't play very much. He never complains. It's true. He he's always ready to go. All right, that man's a thirty-eight percent from three on the season and fifty-one percent from the field. Yeah, because he doesn't always take. I mean, he takes a lot of easy stuff, but then he also will like take two dribbles and pull up at times. So he doesn't always take the easiest shots. I don't know, man. He's been great. All right, Chick Fil A. Uh, Poku. Oh, Poku suffering from. Um, well, he's been broken injured. leg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which he's look he looks great by the way. Uh you did, you just saw him in person. You saw him so. in person. We've seen him uh doing a little bit of work on the court. I I was skeptical. What is that from? I was skeptical that he would play this season. And the progress that he's made in the last few weeks makes me think he will play. And just from conversations I've had with different people makes me think that we'll see him again in March. Mm. So We'll see how he's incorporated back into the team because when he was playing, Jay Will was not in the rotation at all. Uh, we didn't have Dario Saric, who played one game for us. And was and you know what? That's all I needed to see play him. Yeah, he's all right. I, because he was like, for two years, he was basically like the worst Taco Bueno location that you can imagine. Yeah. I think he's probably water. He's up. He's upped it to Whataburger just because he started to find a shot a little bit. He started to play with a little bit more force. I hope he doesn't lose any of that when he comes back. I worry. Mm. I worry about him. I worry about him getting lost in the rotation. You worry about uh, the mentality. I worry about the mentality. Some sure, but he is forty-four percent from the field. 37% from three. He's averaging over a block a game, five boards, two assists. He fits in with the offense. Plus minus wise, he's the worst on the team by a pretty good margin. And so that's a concern. Uh, there, are, there are people um, out there that think that he is, him going out is the reason that the Thunder turned everything around. I'm not a subscriber to that. Yeah, don't do that. Um, but I can acknowledge the plus minus numbers and also acknowledge that like the lineup with Kenrich at center has worked so well and they didn't play that much because of Poku. I don't know. I'm, I'm still going Whataburger because he has improved. He's gotten better and his legs are looking real thick. Um, Jeremiah Robinson Earl. He has only played 28 games. I just don't know. How do you properly rank that? I mean, I would say, compared to what I had hoped, factoring in the injury, it's probably a Taco Bueno year for him so far. Yeah. He shot 36% from three, which is good. But there's just been... His season has lacked like a certain je ne sais quoi. Je ne sais quoi. Right. Don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm always looking for someone lacking that certain je ne sais quoi. Yeah. So maybe that's maybe that'll get some fire in his belly. Oh, Trey Man. Oh no. Trey Man is definitely Bueno has had a very like thirty ninth and what is that? Portland? No, no, no. 39th and Meridian. You know what I'm talking about? Hmm. So, wait. Are we... So, the... <laughs> okay. So, we're not saying Taco Bueno in general is is the lowest... Taco Bueno is the lowest that you can go. But, like, I'm now saying, like, we can... Specifically, we can how even, bad is it? We can do the Taco Bueno, like... Yeah. Selection. You can select which location they the are. The one on Britain is really bad. Or the one on May is really bad right now. Yeah, so is the one on South May. Is the one I'm talking about. South May. 
I'm not sure the one you're talking about. I'm just know the one on 39th the Meridian. Yeah. They've been remodeling the exterior for five years. Mm-hmm. And there's no way I would ever go in there. Yeah. That's been Trey Mann's season. That's pretty bad. Yeah. It's been bad. They've had to send him back to the G League multiple they, multiple times. He's they keep some, trying new exteriors. He's had some moments. But most of the moments have not been good. And so it's been disappointing, especially with all the preseason hype around him. Mm-hmm. There was a tremendous amount of preseason hype around Trey. And he has delivered none none of it. You know what, though, that we've seen is uh, the hype was around how good his finishing has gotten at the rim and going at the basket, right? That's like what everyone was saying in yeah. training camp and everything coming up. Yeah. And the games we've seen where he has been confident and has found a way to do that, those have been his games. Yeah, it's true. It's the games where he's like, you know, I'll just dribble, dribble, step back, dribble, dribble, step back, mm-hmm. missing open corner shots because all he's trying to make are his threes. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones where it's like you can tell he's there's no flow to the game. It's just him thinking about how yeah. he's like what he's doing. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, he let's see. Trey Mann is shooting 67% from 0 to 3 feet, 36% from 3 to 10, 41% from 10 to 16, 31% from 3. Yeah. Um not good. Not good at all. Uh I hate to say it, but he's definitely 39th in Meridian. Yeah. Taco Bueno. Yep. Sad. Sad times for Trey Man. I still have hope, but it's uh it's not looking good. Uh Aaron Wiggins. Okay. Aaron, Aaron Wiggins, fifty percent from the field, forty percent from three. 83% from the line. Six points. Three boards. One point. Three assists. But whenever he has a play, it's like a standout play. He's a good player, man. He's, a He's really good. good. He's just solid. He's a really good basketball player. He's solid. And you know what? To have those shooting percentages on that little of attempts mm-hmm. tells you a lot about a player. It Like being it able to just hit what you're given yep that's the role player you want right that's the guy solid defense listen who's what team isn't looking for a wing that can play defense and shoot 40 percent from three yeah it's like hey you get three shots tonight do something with it he does every time and there are games he doesn't play at all he doesn't throw a little hissy fit about it Mm -hmm. he's He's been as Chick-fil-A as he can be. You guys talked about it. Why is he being sent to the G League team? So the explanation was that he... It was all based on the schedule. That they wanted to get him some more burn in the G League. And then he I mean, he came back. He played against the Rockets. Yeah. So I don't know. It was still weird. And it's like... It's still weird to me. Do you want to chance that with your players? <sighs> I would like what what messaging is that sending you know what i'm saying it's like okay i'm aaron wiggins and i'm doing everything that i'm being told to do and i'm doing it well here's one thing he and trey man are best friends okay really yeah okay they're really close so maybe he wanted to go play a game with trey what i don't know man (laughs) just a theory just a theory he went to the front office and he was like you know let me go let me go play with trey he's like maybe maybe he just wanted to go get some shots up maybe if it was him okay if that was him that requested to go play for the i G don't League know team. if that's true that's this is not this is this is all conjecture by the way i don't know i don't know why it happened it was it was unusual uh okay let's move on isaiah joe Chick-fil-A. He's been great, man. 45% from three on 4.7 attempts per game. Getting 4.7 attempts per game in 15 minutes per game. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can see... Super sick. Look at at 
how much the best players on the team trust him. Yeah. When he's in the game, everyone's True. like, yes, okay, let's ten, get this guy. T- 10 threes per 36 minutes. Yeah. It's pretty Feels great. right. It's pretty great. It's pretty great. Dude, that dude has been so good. Yeah. That is like, we talk about guys that need elite skills. Yeah. You watch him play. Okay, it's so obvious. Per 36, which is just honestly something no one should ever use. And so... We will. Stop using it, except for right now. Isaiah Joe would be third, and really he'd be second in points per game per 36. (laughs) We need to use per 36 more. You know who is like the true... According to Basketball Reference, the second in per 36 today with the Thunder is Dario Saric. Yep. Um, he, per 36 from his one game, he's <laughs> av- he, he would be 30 points, 13 rebounds, zero assists, 2.6 <laughs> steals. <laughs> the zero assists because he doesn't have any any assists to go off of. He so has it's no just- assists. Zero times thirty six is zero. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good. So, anyways, Isaiah Joe, Chick Fil A, Chick Fil A. He's, he's been great. If, and this is the, also a dumb way to put this, so don't don't repeat this, anybody. I was just talking to to Joe Masato about it, and I was like, listen, Joe, if let's just say hypothetically we picked Isaiah Joe. 11th in the draft right before J-Dub we would be losing our minds about Isaiah Joe well and if we picked him 11th in the draft we're probably giving him more minutes probably so but we I'm just saying yeah yeah like we'd be losing losing it yeah because of this dude now they got him as a free agent which is really cool I I think he is in the running for the best free agent ever in Thunder history. Hmm. Interesting. And I've said this on so I said this so many times, but I just have to bring it up when we're giving him a grade. Uh okay. Moving on. I'm going through all the free agents right now in my head. They're all terrible. And so far you're right. They're all terrible. Uh Jalen Williams, J. Will. Okay. I'm going to give him a Whataburger because... 45% from three. God, I know, but he was just so not there until recently. This is a very recent thing for him. It is. It's a very recent development. Which is good. And maybe maybe I'm being unfair because what I was talking about with rookies is you have to grade them differently. He, it's not unfair. It's definitely Whataburger. He was horrible to start the year. He was unplayable. Yeah. Where it was like, oh my gosh, why did they even do this? Was a, not an improper thought when it came to Jay Will at the start of the season. Because you're like, well, he's really not that big and he's not fast. Mm -hmm. And if he can't make any shots and all he does is try to, draw charges what are we doing here yeah but then he started like started to get into a groove the passing has come along the shot which i'm still not a huge believer in has come along we'll see i could be dead wrong on that he just didn't shoot it well last year at all at arkansas and so i'm just like skeptical of it i don't know everyone told us Dub wasn't that athletic and he's he has the most dunks of guards. Things can change. I'm not saying that it can't. I just am saying, let me see more. Yep. He's been very good lately. He'll also have games where he just will lay an egg. But he, he, is, he has not played a ton. And he is fourth in charges in the NBA. First among rookies, fourth in charges in the league which is kind of wild. Oh, Robin brought up uh, Brahms. Where was Brahms in our ranking again? I like Brahms. Yeah, Brahms is great. I go to Brahms a lot. There's one by my house. It's Solid. Re- it's really good. It's really good. We have a we have a new Brahms over by us, and it's delightful. 
Yeah. If you got an old Brahms. See, all I think about is the Brahms by my house, and it's so good. I like Brahms. It makes everything better. And the thing with Brahms is the food, the burgers are good. The, the burgers are good. good. The sauces are good. They really stepped up their sauce they game. They really have. It's true. It's true. The stuff of the sauce game. The crinkle cut fries. The fries are great, but you know what else? Mm. They're elite ice cream makers. The ice cream is outrageous. What other place can you go to where the ice cream is as good as the food and the food is as good as the you ice cream? You know what cream? else is good? Is their breakfast. Yes. See, Brahms, actually, let's take Whataburger out because Brahms, the price is good, too. The price is good. You can get a you can get a bag of burgers for six bucks. Yeah. Five burgers. The price is good. Okay, Brahms is two. So let's restart the ranking from Shay and then rank (sighs) everyone. All right. All right. Here we go. Starting over. Shay, you know, when you plug Shay's numbers into basketball. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Dude, I like I love Brahms. Mm -hmm. Brahms is so good. You can get a shake and get a malt. Get a malt. I like a malt. I like a chocolate malt. You can even. I mean, it's just all good. We can. I can go on. Also, you know what else Brahms has? Hmm. You know what? If you need a banana, and you don't want to go into a grocery store, it's true. If you're willing to pay thirty more cents for a banana, right. than you would at the grocery store, you can go to Brahms. But the convenience that that little very, market inside I, of Brahms could provides. It's convenient, and they've got good milk. Sometimes they have good milk on sale when you know, milk high, milk prices are high yep <laughs> <laughs> you can get they'll run the special where it's two for six why am i talking about this hey because we love brahms <laughs> i'm a big brahms guy we're brahms boys oh we are brahms boys um i think jay is not a brahms boy well, Jay is uh, doesn't know what he's talking about. I would agree. I think when Jay hears everything we just laid out about Brahms and why they're good, I think he would agree. I would hope so. I feel like we have a very solid case. Uh, okay. We just talked about Brahms. <laughs> <sighs> where, where, oh, Jay, Jay Will. Jay Will has been probably... Lower level Brahms, not a brand new Brahms. Yeah, that can be Waterburger. It can go Chick fil A, Brahms, Waterburger, and then okay, uh, Taco Bueno locations but that vary. Specifically, <laughs> we're talking about the in the Oklahoma City area. Most horrible <laughs> Taco Bueno <laughs> places in the city. Uh, Darius Basley has been traded. We don't have to talk about him. Yay! Usman Jang, 19 year old rookie. He has only played 19 games for the Thunder. 41% from the field, 28% from three, 40% from the free throw line, four points, two boards, 1.4 assists. The the play on the court, here's the thing. You, li- you like Jang, and you like the potential of Jang. There's a lot of potential there. And I don't want that to blind you from what has been happening. If I were to just judge him by how he has played on the basketball court. The Thunder specifically, not the, the Blue. He's had good Blue games. He's been good with the Blue. But we're not grading Blue games because Trey Mann would be Chick-fil-A. Uh, he did, I don't know if he would be. Well, he wouldn't be bueno. He wouldn't be bueno. But he but Jang has been bueno. Especially when you compare him to J Dub, who was selected right after him. Yeah. But J Will. He's been worse than J Will. He was always meant to be a project mm-hmm. too. So I can grade him harshly now with also saying that like there's upward movement. That should be on the way. Yeah. If you're picked 11th, it should be on the way. So, we'll see. But he's been bueno. You also didn't... Sorry if I'm putting your stuff out there. Mm-hmm. You didn't love him preseason. Oh, pre-draft? No, I did not. Uh, he was the worst interview by far. Yeah. And I worried about... He played really well for half a season and played really terrible for half a season. And I just don't know what to think about that. So the Thunder have watched a lot more of him. They tracked him through the years with with all of that. There's a lot of context within his season with the Breakers. And so I'm willing to consider everything. 
but also he has just not been very good. Uh, okay. Dario Sharch has played one game. Chick-fil-A, though, that game. He was pretty good. He looked pretty good. A lot of people have commented that he looks like Steven Adams and Poku combined. Yeah. I guess. So there's that. Uh, Eugene Omorui, <laughs> a player I did not think we'd be talking about at this point in the year, but he is officially a part of the Thunder, not on its way anymore. He had his contract converted. Congratulations, Eugene. 46% from the field, 25% from three. He's averaging four points, two boards, 0.5 assists, 0.6 steals, zero blocks. What was the um what am I not understanding about why they converted it from two way to um, official contract? They like the way he plays. He plays really hard and he goes all out. He doesn't even play that much. He's though. Canadian. Oh, that might be it. Uh he has adult braces. Oh, it's all making sense. So Thank you for laying out the facts. Just throw in every Eugene fact that I've got. So you don't know either. Uh, I don't. I don't. They just quite, like him. I don't quite get it. They like him. Also, they were probably going to fill that spot anyways, yeah. and they like to reward the guys on the two-way spots. I wish they would have rewarded Lindy, mm-hmm. just because I like Lindy better, and I like a shoot just a shooter. I'd rather just have another shooter around, but. Also, like neither one of those guys are going to impact the Thunder on a big level in the next three years. Yeah. And they're most likely, neither of them are going to be back next year anyways. So it's good for him to be rewarded. Congratulations. You've earned yourself a Brahms. All right. (laughs) That's good. I love Brahms. I love Brahms. Uh, And then Lindy Waters. Probably a Whataburger year. Yeah, Whataburger. It's not been great. Mm, he's had games. It's not been the worst. No. I, when he plays, it's not like he's bad in yeah. those games. It's just not. He's just not the most impactful player. Right. And that's okay to say. Yeah. Okay. That was one Twitter question. Oh, no. That's the end of the podcast, though. And we we really are almost done because I've got to go to bed. <laughs> I, I know. Get up so early tomorrow. Ah. <laughs> uh, Okay. We'll try to rapid fire. You want to rapid okay, fire? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's rapid fire. Uh, from Brittany Schull. Rate the Super Bowl on the pepper scale, please. What's the highest pepper? Um, Well, like you, we would go like Pocky Chip is really hot. Right? Yeah, Pocky Chip then. I would say I, like, I thought it was great. I loved this year's Super Bowl. That was like the best Super Bowl in six years. It was a, it was a great game. My kids were super into it too. My kids were loving it. Yeah. So it was great. Oh, honestly, the Super Bowl I paid the most attention to in a really long time. Yeah. You so, know why? Because it, it commanded your attention. It did. It was and great. it demanded it. It did. It did. Um, at Patrick Sievert, do the Thunder have the best hair in the NBA? Hmm. Probably. I can't think of a lot of other hairs. There's a lot of good hair, especially when you just, I mean, you have Josh Giddy, and that just gives you a leg up over everybody. Well, it's not just that. You have Josh Giddy, you have Shea, Mm -hmm. and you have Kenridge. You just have a lot of hair. It's a lot of great hair. Uh, J-Dub's been changing it up. You have J-Will. You see Isaiah Joe. Isaiah Joe. Frojo. I did see Frojo. you know, maybe not. I think you should go back to the other do, other hairdo. Yeah, but listen, we have gray hair on the team. Though. It's great hair. Sarich yeah. adds a a new a new type of hair. A man bun. Who expected a but man bun? The, a man bun with the straightest hair I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, like his hair has no curl or any texture it's or true. anything to it. It's true. And you know what? The receding hairline kind of works for him. It kind of matches the face. It's great hair. His facial hair hair goes with it. Everything about him is working. Yeah. It's great. Uh, At Will C. Galbraith, where does Poku fit in the rotation when he comes back from injury? Uh, He's going to be just like all the other guys that aren't 
officially a part of the rotation where he's going to be playing one game and then not playing one game and then in the rotation and then out and then starting and then move to the bench. It's going to be it's going to be that. Yeah. Just like Jay will. This injury is it it kind of throws off how you start to think about the rest of his career too, right? Because it's like this is the first year that you really feel confident about Poku. Yeah. And then he gets injured and you're like, "Man, you can really see how easy it would be for him to slide back into yeah, that kind of it's got to be pedal to the metal for Poku yeah. when he gets back. Uh, at Tanya, at Evans Tanya eighty six, Andrew says J Dub may be the second best or third best option on this team. Does that mean Andrew believes Giddy is the fourth best player option on the Thunder? If so, do you think Giddy's destiny is to run this team's second unit? Um, I don't think that. I think that Giddy's destiny is to be an ultimate connector piece on the team. And he can run, sure, he'll run the second unit sometimes, but I think the, his ultimate destiny is to be this uber strong perimeter player that can pass better than anybody. He's got to learn to shoot. His ball handling has got to improve as well. But I believe in like his competitiveness. I believe in his like shooting touch. He's got really good shooting touch. Um, but I think like he's, I think his ultimate destiny is to be like this ultimate connector piece, and he has the ceiling to be the second best player on this team. I think that's not impossible. But if I were to like rank all the outcomes, I would say like ultimate connector piece amongst this group is like what he will be, which is crazy valuable. Still has like like Draymond Green is like the ultimate connector piece for the mm-hmm. Warriors. He's an all star. So like it's not a demotion at all. Anyways, that's what I think. Who knows? Yeah, if that's your fourth best player, really good plays that the Thunder's in then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, important thought experiment. You're in the arena with 50 SARS, 10 JREs, 3 Giddies, 15 Pokus, 1 Shea, 40% from 3. I don't know where this is going. 7 J Wills, 10,000 L-Mans, 5 Dorts, 4 J-Dubs. Pick 2 as your teammates. The others try to score on your team. The goal is first to 20. Who do you pick and why? Uh, too much thought. It's 1230. That's too much thought. Uh, I take 10,000 L-Mans. Give me 10,000 L-Mans. I believe in the L-Man. Um, at Vladimir Pickles, would the Thunder be the youngest team ever to make the playoffs in the history of the NBA? If it happens, how big of a storyline is it? They would be. Yes, they would be. Because they're the youngest team, the second youngest team in the league, second to last year's Thunder team. And actually, they might be the youngest team now. I need to talk to Hispanos NBA uh, and figure that out. But it would be a huge storyline. Yes, it would be outrageous if they did. Uh, The youngest team since the Thunder did it back in 2010. So how about that? Uh, which would you rather see? J-Dub in the dunk contest, Isaiah Joe in the three-point contest, or Chet on the rookie skills team with Paolo and Jabari? I don't care about the rookie skills team. Um, Isaiah Joe, three-point. I, I think J-Dub is an in-game dunker. I don't yeah. think that he is a dunk contest dunker. I agree, and I'd rather not see him try to do it. It, it like could yeah, yeah, yeah. wreck the reputation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's the last Thunder player to win the dunk contest? Who's the only player to win the dunk contest? From the Thunder? From the Thunder. I don't even remember. Hamadou Diallo. Oh, God. Of course I don't remember that. Yep. All I remember is Serge's cupcake dunk. Yeah. He didn't even do a cupcake. Also, we were robbed as uh, as a humanity by not getting Russell Westbrook in the dunk contest his rookie season because people voted for Rudy Fernandez. Yeah. That was the biggest loser thing. The flying for, for Spaniard. People. That was the biggest loser thing for the NBA community to ever do. That's probably true. And it's kind of weird that Rudy had that much. It's uh, like one of the most under talked about what ifs ever. Wow. <laughs> because nobody talks about it. Yeah. And the fact that we could have had Russell Westbrook. Think about that. Russell Westbrook. Can you. In the swim we, dunk we contest? We could have had Russell Westbrook in 
The slam dunk contest. <sighs> That's really bothering me. <sighs> Wouldn't you want that? I Anyways, would love that. It's Isaiah Joe in the three-point contest. And now instead we get to watch Julius Randle in the three-point contest. I suggested in text that I think Chet should make his NBA appearance in the skills competition. He probably could do it. He's not He's not going to play this year, everybody. Sorry. Um, okay. At Logan Goodner 7. Um, what animals would each Thunder player be if they were animals? I think JRE would be a caribou. Wiggins is a wallaby. I, we just don't have time. At Massacamastacata. Wow. Could Clay Thompson be a trade target this summer for the Thunder? No. Um, at <laughs> Jam Orud. Is the sw- swarming paint defense purely a strategy to manage running Kenrich and other non-bigs at the five? Yes, it is. Or could it be the foundation of their defensive scheme moving forward to protect Chet from some of the wear and tear um, of the traditional paint defense? Yeah, I think it's both. All, yeah, I think it's both. At underscore CL12 underscore. Looking back at past drafts, Domas sticks out. He's definitely, quote-unquote, New Age Thunder. Do you think Presti has always had the tall playmaking ball mover players in interest? I think he did, but was limited in draft position and fit around Russ and KD. Yeah, I mean, he didn't used to think of that player that way. Yeah, no, I think you're. I think he's on. You're onto something there for sure. Yeah. At Z Vobernick, is it time to trade all the picks, all the draft capital for the highest pick Presti can get in the 2023 draft? Uh, no, it's not. I still think like you have to. If the Thunder are in the lottery, you just have to let that play out. See what's available. But the beauty of having this plan is that you can add to this one. Like, Eventually, the Thunder can't pay everybody. And they've got good players on their team right now. And like, if you look at it, Shea's got a max deal. Giddy's going to get a max deal. J-Dub's going to get a max deal. Chet. Chet's going to get a max deal. Hopefully. If Chet is anything close to what we think he is. That's four max deals. Yeah. So that's a problem. And it's a good problem to have if you had an, an additional player that needed a max contract. Yeah. But oh, no. eventually, Arby- you can't do it. You can't do that. Yeah. So you need to have role players. And the beauty of this plan is that Presti, in a genius way, has kicked the can down so far down the road with all these picks that you're going to have ammo to go get what you want when you need it. Do you think you can draft too well? Um, it's never been done before like this. That's the thing. That It has. It has. Well, it has happened with the Thunder before. Yes. But no one has done what Sam is doing right now. No one has ever done it. No one has ever followed through with the entire plan because, one, it takes an, an, an incredible amount of patience mm-hmm. and it takes an incredible amount of discipline to actually do this. I think most general managers and teams would go for the strategy of trade it all to, to go up in the draft or to trade it all to get like a good player in. Like, let me trade four picks for Harrison Barnes or let me go four picks for OG and Right. Right. You know, and like, let's just get this show on the road. That's what most people do. No one has done or truly attempted what Sam is trying to do. Sam didn't even get to do it the first time around because he didn't have the picks like this. And now he's got all this ammo. He's got Shay. He's got Giddy, he's got J-Dub, he's got Chet, he's got Dort, he's got Kenrich. He's got all these guys. He has a crazy amount of picks. One of like several of those picks could be lottery picks that are not the Thunder's own lottery picks moving forward. The Thunder could have the Rockets lottery pick next year. Yeah. So, and we don't know what's going to happen to the Clippers. Maybe the Clippers get it together. They've looked better lately. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. No one knows what's going to happen. But I think the play is still to be patient and to let this kind of play out a little bit. And then whenever Shea and 
Chet and Giddy and J-Dub show that they're ready to win and hit the gas, then it's like, great. We can hit the gas because we have all of it. And we're ready to go. Great. Those guys go win 50 games and they win a playoff series. Great. Mm-hmm. You guys are ready. Congratulations. Now let's go fill in the gaps. Yeah. We have all the ammunition to make that happen. But now, right now is not the time. One, people, people think that you can just trade up in the draft, which I think is a misnomer. You have to have the right kind of assets, which the, which the Thunder have, and you have to have a team willing to trade a valuable pick. Right. And I just don't know that you're going to... That's been the problem in the past. I think we thought in the Giddy draft, oh, they'll be fine. They'll just trade up. They have all the picks. They tried. They had no... From one to five, no one was willing to move their mm-hmm. pick. What if nobody's willing to move their pick one through seven next year? I mean, that's definitely possible. If I were, if I had one of those picks, I would not move it. I would not move it. Unless it was a stupid offer. And I don't think Sam is willing to make stupid offers. What is a stupid offer? I think trading next year's Rockets pick, your own lottery pick, this year, mm-hmm. if, like say they're picking ninth, the ninth pick, next year's Rockets pick, and an unprotected Clippers pick is just an irresponsible amount of <laughs> draft capital to trade for, like pick six. Because like, let's just be real, you're not getting pick one, two, three, and, and you're probably not getting four either. Okay, but but say say it is pick three or four. And that team would do it. Would you be pro? I wouldn't do it. I still wouldn't do it. I still wouldn't do it. Okay. Because you don't know who you're getting. Would you trade yeah. 85 first round pick for <laughs> the number two pick this year? Not for the number two pick, no. Wow. 85. Would you do it for one? Yes. Okay. You trade 85. 85. <laughs> Let's go. Like what? Let's go where? To the championship. Oh, okay, okay. Um, at Lucky Pearl, if Houston gave up two firsts for Shengun, how many picks would Houston trade for J. Will? Eighty-six. At Ben Kiesling, could we come up with some cool player-specific cheers? For example, when Giddy does something good, I shout Giddy up every time. Yeah. Giddy, giddy on down the road, team. Uh, opposing team. I am at Kev Kev Bot. Do you think that the Rockets dropped a three in the draft that they'd do a pick swap in exchange for one of their other picks back? Would you do it? I don't think they would do that. I don't think they would do that. I think that they would make the pick. And would I do that? I would love to know because I would still just love to hold that pick over their yeah. head next year. Even if the Thunder don't end up getting it, like you're going to make them sweat all 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 year. Yeah, I want to see them sweat. I want to see sweat drip and if, on and if the Thunder down their bodies. Just think about this. Just think about this. In next year's draft, I don't know that much about it, so I can't speak on the quality of the draft. But let's say the Thunder go out and win 48 games next year. They go to the actual playoffs. They compete. They lose in the first round, and then they go into the draft with the with pick six. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You'd be feeling pretty good, because then you would have a better idea of what you need. And not only can you get a player at pick six, but you could turn around to maybe maybe the Raptors are then like, all right, we're willing to sell whatever now or whatever team or whatever you need. And you say, hey, we have pick number six, and you have this player that fits perfectly what we need. We'll give you pick six. And, they and a player. And a player. And you get the, the exact thing that you need because then you would know what you need. Well, I'm going to be honest. It's getting harder and harder to even comprehend what you're reading. What I'm what? What you're reading. What I'm reading? Yeah. I'm so tired right now. 
Let's do one more question. All right. Make it an easy one. What's your favorite toppings on nachos? Oh, yeah. From, from that Alex underscore Bowler Jack. Yes. Thank you, Alex Bowler Jack. Finally. Yeah. Chicken. Chicken? Yeah, I like a good marinated chicken. Okay. I like cheese. You like cheese? Yep. I like queso cheese, and I like shredded cheese. Both. Yep. I like green onions. Okay. I could do without the green onions. What about a jalapeno pepper? Yeah, I like jalapenos. I want them to be pickled. I am the opposite. I want them fresh. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All the way. Wow. Too spicy. All the way fresh. A fresh jalapeno. We used to... We we don't have a garden anymore. We We need to get a garden, but... Yeah. We used to grow jalapenos, and it was just delightful. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I need some... Uh, oh, yeah. I want some tomatoes on there and onions, too. Yeah, yeah. Chop up some tomatoes. Yeah. Diced. Some onions. Yeah. I think the chicken, how the chicken is made, is like the, probably the most important part of a good nacho, though. Yeah. If you're getting like loaded nachos like that. Yeah. Because if it's just grilled chicken, it can be whatever. It's like, I don't need that on there. Yeah. But if it's... Some really good chicken. Sour cream, guacamole, salsa. Like Chipotle chicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. that's again that's changing everything. That's great. That's great. I'm into that. Uh thanks so much for listening. We will Cilantro. I can only do cilantro in like small doses. Yeah, you just uh, just a little garnish. Just a little cilantro yeah, garnish. That's fine. that's fine. Uh thanks so much for listening. We'll have more content coming at you from All-Star Weekend. Uh, Hope you guys have a great, great day. We'll talk to you guys again. And Sopapillas. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.